Welcome to Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. I'm so confused. We didn't start it off. We didn't. Tell you what Close I'm going to do. Close to 300 times I've started it off. And it's dead now. There's no more starting it off. Like Andrew Luck, it's dead and makes gone. Me, makes me a sad, sad robot, just like Antonio Brown's contracting career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Wells. Hello, everybody. All the Wells reporting for duty. And uh, we have Ryan with us. And God, I can't remember the last time you and I have specifically been on the show together. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. Yeah, yeah. last time yeah. I was gone. I was overseas. Bye. Yeah. The yeah. link she'll go to to avoid being on the show with me. <laughs> right? It's a, I'm somewhat offended. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I'm just going to go to the Dominican Republic for a hey, month. So yeah. I, and to don't. be fair, you missed out on some high-quality West Coast New England IPAs from Mark. Uh-huh. I'm sure I did. Oh, it was that show. That was that show. When Mark came back from San Francisco saying, I have all the New England IPAs. I got all these great I got all these <laughs> yes. great beers, and they're all like hazy New England IPAs. We're like, An old dude. bruh. See, it's like no wonder the West Coast has such a hate, hatred for New England IPA, because if this is what those breweries are putting out, I'd be pretty miserable about it, too. Yeah, right? For real. It reminds me of where Charlotte was three years ago. Oof. Yeah. So what's been going on? What's new? Uh, I, had a, I had a visitor come in this weekend. Uh, Super Hoosier came by, and um, they were in town for a wedding or something. Crashed the night. And he's like, oh, and I brought some Revolution cans. <laughs> yeah, so uh, two barley wines and a ride away to heaven. I was feeling pretty good by the time the night was over. I, I bet. Good stuff. That They have a, a honey variant that is just amazing. We'll, we'll talk about the one that we talked about privately. Cause yeah, they, so there, so there was a strawberry... Uh, so it was uh, straight jacket, which we haven't actually had on the show. We've got, uh, I think, one for another show later down the road. But uh, straight jacket is their barrel aged barley wine, which is stellar, just on its own. Uh, so they've been doing some treatments of it. They had a strawberry one and a honey one, and like I said, he brought a, a, a rye way to heaven, which is just a right here. I said just, you know, but it's damn good right here. But um, yeah, strawberry was weird. It, yeah, it had this like, the, like the, just smelling it was. Kept reminding me of like, like candy strawberry. Like, I wouldn't want to say it was extract, but like almost like freeze dried or like pop heart. Like, like just mm. this really weird. It didn't taste bad. It just smelled bad. Um, but the base beer is so good that it kind of over, you know, overcompensated for the the strawberry. But uh, really, but that honey, man. Oh, dang, dang dog, dang yeah. dog. Yeah, yeah. All right. Really anything? Anything else? No, not you? much. You know, usuals. Oktoberfest weekend was yeah. this previous weekend. How was that? So we sold some beer. Uh, it was good. It was uh, it was uh, jumping. Cool. Thousands of folks. I was out there I mean, all, day, all Saturday evening and uh, felt like about half of Charlotte was there. Was I was going to say it seems like every time I'm there, it's like half of Charlotte's there now, which is a good problem to have, right? That's that's. I wish this this, this was unique uh, for sure. It was uh, it was it was slammed, but it was, it was good. Cool. Weather was perfect. I had some friends go and reported back a good time so i wasn't able to make it over that neck of the woods but i blame bottle shares where were you on saturday man we missed you so my initial plan saturday was to go to the hike with charles in mm-hmm. the bottle share and then Oktoberfest, and it was all gonna work out beautifully yeah uh instead my wife went to a birth i hung out with my kids that'll work and went to nothing except Oktoberfest. <laughs> fun yeah share looked good well it really do it's a fun time what have yeah. you been up to? Uh, Saturday was a all bourbon, or not, sorry, not bourbon, all barrel-aged imperial stouts. Woo. Okay. So. Uh, what was the yeah. highlight? Highlights? Stout show, stout show. I mean, nothing. Ah, there were just some really good ones. I'm 
I'm partial to it. I mean, I brought it, but the port barrel aged uh, Mexican cake from 2017 was mm-hmm. drinking really good. Um, I don't know. Like there's there's some uh, some definite highlights, but I don't know. Anything, anything where you said, oh, my God, I thought this was going to kill and it's kind of not good or any, any bummers. Mm, no, it's it's kind of a self-selecting group, so we uh, yeah, everybody kind of kept it at a, a reasonable level. That's a good group to have. Yep, yep, yeah. It's like where everything was just oh, I just bought Dark Horse, plead the fifth. Oh jeez, <laughs> trying to segue here. You are, you, you are. are trying to segue. <clears throat> Anything else besides that? Well, I'd say uh, you know the other newsworthy items. I mean, this is uh, show three hundred. Yeah, I didn't think I would make it this long. To be honest with you. There are I, days that I wonder. <laughs> I really didn't. Like, Ryan and I were talking about it before you guys showed up, and, you know, like... It's like in, it's, it's Inception. You died at show 100. It's all been a dream since then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. It's, something had to have happened. Like, we did six years at Birdsong. And, I was say, do you remember his birthday party from, like, four years ago? Oh, the good one God. he doesn't remember? I, didn't, that's when he I don't remember it. I don't remember the next day. I don't remember it now. <laughs> are you kidding me? Years of therapy may someday extract it from me, but we'll yeah. see. Well, and, you know, like, we already had our six years, which... Was big enough, but yeah. I didn't think we were going to make it this far, to be honest with you. I really didn't. I figured about 150 would just be done. Yeah. We'd all just kind of be like, all right, we've had uh, enough of this. You know, we, we're going to run out of stuff to say it's not going to be interesting anymore. It's going to be too difficult. And I mean, there are times that, you know, scheduling definitely becomes an issue. And there are times that uh, <coughs> there's not a whole lot to say. But, you know, I, I think back to those first couple episodes recording in the uh, Echo Drome. I mean, uh, the old mech party room, the old, old mech party room. Indeed. Do um, not slander our current party rooms that way. I'm not. I'm not. Well, I don't know. We haven't. I don't think we've recorded a show in the new party room, so I, I have no, no frame of reference for that. But uh, yeah, I mean, the old days, and not, nothing will ever be as uh, hilariously terrible as uh, trying to record at Mark's apartment uh, yeah. in their conference room <clears throat> and that whole thing, like, you know, sitting you around that? with like 15 people holding. You know, rock band mics. And, <laughs> and then my MacBook deleting the entire show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that show never happened. Yeah. MacBook crashed that night. Yeah. The, yeah. It knew that show was garbage. That's right. It knew. <laughs> yeah. It, it knew like, for nope. the best. Nope. Like, Fuck that. I'm out. I'm going to do, do a solid for y'all right now. And uh, oops, we've encountered an error. Yeah. Oops. You done. My bad. I don't know what happened. So yeah, that's actually what happened with the famous episode zero is Ryan had it on his MacBook and his MacBook died and I tried to salvage what I could from a recording and it just sounded like ass and... Scrapped the whole thing and we tried it again, yes. and here we are. It, it sounded uh, aesthetically like ass. Yes, but, but topically like ass as well. Yes, yes. Just, I mean, there's nothing like having you know people at different volumes with different uh, timber in their sound, and I mean, you know, it was totally, totally worth saving. But I mean, you know, so so many good memories from that those first couple of episodes and, and everything else. You know, just going and hanging out. It seemed like the, you know, we were we were younger. I mean, it's six years, right? We were younger. We had less going on in our lives. and It was a lot easier to hang out and do stuff. And now we're all like, haven't seen you in forever. <laughs> but also, I'm busy too. <laughs> yeah, I'm busy too. Right. You use it as a, like a tool. Like, I haven't seen you in forever, you bastard. But actually, I haven't run at all. <laughs> well, I've often made that comment. I'm like, you know, the nice thing about this show is I get to see these guys, you know, every other week. Sometimes I want to see Wells, but, you know. It's about 50-50. You get to that. I get to. I get to, whether I want to or not. You know, and, and uh, you know, it's just, it's nice. It's just a, a already built into my schedule excuse to hang out and try fun beer. And 
I, I I do the like typical like I'm looking forward to six more years or 300 more episodes, but I mean, like that's a <laughs> that's a tall order. Yeah, that's a tall order. Yeah, I don't know that anybody started the death pool with us yet, but I mean, it's got to be it's got to be getting up there at some point. <laughs> Which one of us will die first with the podcast? Uh, all, all of the above. Oh, yeah, all of the above. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember when did he come around? Wells, when did he come? When around? When did he first start loitering? Stout Show. Yeah, Stout Show was, was his first, first appearance. Was Rick? Yeah, yeah. Can, we, was, can we replay that show one day? No. <laughs> Look, if y'all want to go back to go to craftbeercast.com. There you go. Uh, yeah. Hey, and while you're there, I brought uh, Nugget Nectar for the show. The, the fact that you can go back and hit all those old episodes as uh, handled via our hosting, and uh, you know, if you want to help support us in our hosting, uh, you can go to our Patreon.com/slash/craftbeercast. Thanks for your support there. Indeed, good, good pimp. Yeah. So Michigan is going through some hard times, baby. They're losing some breweries. I don't see why. Founders are growing like crazy. Bells is doing well. What are you referring to? Do you guys remember Dark Horse? Of course I do. I love those guys. I just what, the, what beers like do you love specifically, Wells? Oh, the beers. Plead the fifth, barrel Age, plead, plead the, the fifth, fifth, and the other ones. And the other ones. That they made. Session, you know? plead the fifth. Those crazy brewers, the Dark Horses. So apparently they, and uh, I would assume you would just call it Rope Brewing. I'm guessing from Roanoke and other cities. With that pronunciation, they have basically acquired Dark Horse, or what was left of Dark Horse. And we'll go a little bit further with that in just a second about what's happening. But it, it, it's funny. I remember specifically, you know, thinking back, kind of reminiscing about how long we've done the show. Uh, back when I used to go to Salute a lot more than I do now, that was about the only place I think I could find Dark Horse. I don't remember seeing it. Well, there's yeah. that Michigan connection. Right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I don't remember seeing them out, and then they kind of came out, and Total, then they, they just were at went Total away. Wine for like a second and a half. I remember right. very vaguely traveling and getting and like plead the fifth would be on shelves, and you're like, make sure you buy some. And if you like, if you knew a guy, maybe you get a four pack of the barrel aged and right. bring him back, and like you're the conquering hero kind of thing. I can remember like me and like Chad Henderson like getting to that, and like oh dude, like like, like this is a legit 10, 11 years ago, you know, yeah. like you got it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and trying that and trying that stuff, and and that was a big deal, and that mattered, and. I, I I'm I'm wrecking my brain. I can't think of another beer by them. Was it Ripple's brought some on one time, didn't he? Yes, mm-hmm. he did. Yeah, he did. They had Scotty Karate. Smells like a safety meeting. I mean, I did have to look these up because it's been a minute since I had them. But okay, um, I was just gonna say is that, what you, is that what you just did. Yeah, Crooked Tree IPA. Sure. Okay. But still, double Crooked Tree. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, these guys were kind of an older, bigger player in. Yeah, how long have they been around? Yeah, they opened. Uh, so I read about it. They opened in ninety five, ninety seven, and Roke opened in fifteen. And Roke's buying Dark Horse. Yeah, which is kind of funny because it, it really does seem like it, it's much more. And this, we'll, we'll get into this in a moment. But the breweries that just overexpanded right before the the good days ended are, are just fall. You know, look at Green Flash. Yep. Uh, you know, the, the ones that like leverage themselves right at the point of this party shall never end. Kind of thing are the ones that now are in real, real trouble. It does seem like we're seeing more of these breweries close where it's not like, like, like what happens somebody knows, where it's not obvious. It's not breweries that you watch die, it's breweries that kind of are uninspiring, but they sell some beer. Yeah. You just don't know their leverage up to their eyeballs. But if you're not, if it's not local for you, odds are you haven't picked one of their beers up in a long time. You may have this in your market. And even if it is local for you, you probably haven't picked up these beers in a long time. Look at that. They're. Their production from 2017 to 2018 dropped 59%. Like, that's, yeah. Woo. Yeah. 
Well, apparently there's quotes here from the, the maybe it was another story from the Dark Horse guys talking about things like, um, yeah, we didn't really respond to the, uh, the the realities of our market kind of thing. Like, what does that mean? Do they just keep spending the exact amount of money or like, like what? They didn't cut expenses. They just, yeah, at the bottom of that page, they, uh, we admit we had that made some of the best decisions. We grew quickly and as the industry receded, we failed to adjust. Does that mean that you we stopped, spent too much you money stopped earning but kept spending the same? Yeah. But I don't think the industry receded. The industry kept growing. It's yeah. just more the industry small. for any one brewery receded. Yeah, yeah. By and large. Yeah. I mean, you know, the we've seen you just even here locally in our market, brewery comes along, does really well. They can continue to survive, especially, you know, back this many years ago. Today, it's a little tougher. Um, it's a little tougher to pull that off, and I, and I and I think we're gonna. You know, this isn't the last one. I mean, you know, we, we talked about, you know, like big names like Anchor, you know, like that kind of took us by surprise. Wow. They, you know, just out of the blue kind of decided they didn't want to, or, you know, they wanted to sell out, you know, I mean, yeah. cool, whatever. But I mean, like, I don't think anybody really saw that one coming. I'm not sure they had a choice long term. That, that's the real well, thing. Well, and that's probably what yeah. happened here too, right? I mean. Well, and, and to kind of follow it up. So they really didn't have a choice because they were behind on payments to the city and to the bank. And so. Yeah, they own owed twelve thousand dollars in unpaid property taxes and one and a half million dollars to their mortgage yeah so when that kind of stuff happens you almost you get to the point where you don't have a choice if somebody comes knocking the city is gonna and the bank is gonna take your shit or hey can you help us out here please i will will say working for a brewery i I always appreciate the way that our that our place is run is it's not Expand, expand, expand as fast as you can. Add as fast as you can. It's been fairly methodical and fairly. Let's not go. Uh, let's not. Let, you know. Let's not expand like crazy and make the flashiest moves. But you know, you show up one day and there's a note on the door, kind of thing, saying, "Call this number for your final paycheck." Right. Uh, and I think a lot of breweries were out there. You know, particularly that five, ten years ago period, going, "Awesome, awesome, yes, go new tanks, more tanks, barrels, new room, new second location, go, go, go," and 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 we're not paying attention at all to what the market might bring. And all of a sudden that, you know, what do they always say when the, when, when the tide goes out, you can see you swimming naked. I think yeah. there's a lot of these breweries that are, that have plenty of sales, good barrel numbers, good IRI data that look like, Oh, very healthy company that are racing around going, we are screwed. Our books are just bloody red. Yeah. And the second any sort of recession hits us, we might be finished or, yeah. or, or forced to sell out. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, like we've said many, many times before, just because you've got, just because you you have a passion for the art of brewing beer, and just because you're excited about it, doesn't mean you're necessarily a good business person. Well, and and not only that, but <clears throat> back to Ryan's point too, where I think a lot of times a lot of these places kind of, you know, they they grew bigger than what they should have way too quickly because the party's never going to end. Oh shit, the party ended. What are we going to do now? Yeah. Somebody's left holding the bag, and ugh. well, and you know. I stop and think about some of the bigger breweries here in this state where, you know, you've got Foothills, you've got Old Hickory, you've got... We're, we're not one of the bigger breweries. Well, <laughs> arguably speaking. I don't, I don't think we're in the top 10 or 15 or 20 for that matter. Really? Yeah. I thought you guys were bigger than that. Okay. Probably 20. Top 20. I'm sure. I would think. All right, fine. But they, I mean, they just still, got acquired by Fontaflora. It's no big deal. Oh my god, <laughs> they're they're older places. They yeah. have been around for a very long time, and I don't think that they've made a lot of the same mistakes that some of these other places have made. Well, no, we just get to make different mistakes. Well, remember the talk, remember the talk years ago about Sweetwater's California location? 
Yeah. How they're going bi-coastal and going to have put that in? Yep. Yeah, good thing they didn't. Yeah. yeah. They were probably about two years ahead of you know, being in real trouble. Yeah, you're if right. They, you know, green I flash we, style. I think we all thought we'd kind of put them in the death pool of somebody either buying them or them shutting down at one point. Well, and, and I think, too, the, the financial landscape is a lot different, whereas, you know, you think back six years ago when we got started, it was, you know, Triple C, Old Mech, Birdsong, Noda, and Birdsong was this little fledgling, you know, in in like the closet of some building, you know, this little bitty space. Oh, oh, you said Noda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but in this little bitty space where they were kind of trying to do it all on their own, whereas now I wouldn't be surprised if you went back and looked. Rope probably has, you know, investment up front to the tune of millions of dollars that makes this, like they're already starting out with that advantage of having... You know, a lot in the bank that they can go and they can play in that. What do, you, what do you guys think about? Let's let's leave the dark horse side and go to the rogue side. So the rogue owner says, "I'm going to revitalize this brand. This is like a legacy Michigan brand. Is, is that the ultimate? Just trying to climb uphill? You know, when you're covered in Crisco, kind of thing. Like when a brand has become viewed as tired or played out or." I, I, product, you know, quality is variable, or oh, I don't buy that anymore, kind of thing. Um, is that possible in this market to revitalize a brand? It's hard to start a new one right now. Well, I, to to play devil's avocado for a second, PBR has died and come back so many times. Yeah, zombie beer notwithstanding, there are breweries that have come out and said, look, we realize we suck. We're going to be better, we promise. <laughs> you see that happen. <laughs> you also see breweries kind of change their focus, and now instead of being this like very traditional like you know what to expect from us. It's always going to be these kind of beers. To now they're doing everything that everybody else is doing, and just by having new labels, you know, uh, on the shelf, you may go and grab one of these and say, "Hey, I bet this is good." And you might be right, or you might be wrong. Yeah. What if it just turns out it's the exact same liquid as before, and there's a reason that you stopped buying it? That'd be a curious question. If people would even notice. I mean, if Dark Horse and they arrived on the shelves here again, and had the big rollout and the case stacks at the store, and the, hey, everybody, Dark Horse. Maybe they got a new logo or something. I don't know. But I, I see, I know what Dark Horse is, and I would go, oh, it's Dark Horse. That's no idea. I've had that before. But will Joe, new to craft beer in the last five years, go, oh, new brand? Oh, yeah. of course not, because it's not a pastry stout. But, but it could be. Why well, can't Plead the Fifth have uh, macadamias and, and lactic yeah. acid and whatever the hell else? Lactic acid. Or lactose. <laughs> so you've got a really amazing base beer. I don't see why the hell they don't adjunct this thing up to the gills. This one's got a vanilla raspberry and acetosalicylic acid. Wait, they just crush up Tylenol in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like Big you deal. Do. We're trying to help with the hangovers. You know, it's a pre- yeah, it's pre- yeah. Well, a lot of fat guys drink craft beer. Let's get ahead of those heart attacks. <laughs> <laughs> right now, yes, yes. This is a baby aspirin stout. <laughs> right. Jeez. I mean, hey, look, you know, good luck to them. I, you know, we, we can, even though it's not a big AB purchase, I wasn't buying them. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Speaking of Michigan brands I haven't thought of in a decade. Yeah, Arcadia is another one that is closing its doors. 24. Established 96. Four, 24 years old and owes $1.4 million on its mortgage payments and $150,000 in back taxes. Damn. All these breweries that got warehouse-style buildings paid nothing for them, right? Yeah. Uh, but didn't buy them, right? We're not, we're not capitalized enough to purchase them. Just but got got great leases that eventually changed and ran out, right? There's yep. a lot of that going around, I'm sure too. And and we're just loving life. It's cost nothing, and craft beer's hot. And to be quite frank, there's a lot of breweries too that are not run by business people. Yes. Right? Yes, that's right? a very good point. Great, great brewers, 
who just think it'd be cool yep. and, and get, you know, a, a, a local accountant to run the books kind of thing versus business people. Yep. There's probably a fair, and there's, look, there's breweries from my business people who make garbage beer too, right? Who's, right. It's purely an investment opportunity kind of thing, right? Yeah. There's no, when there's no passion because all you are is looking at it as an investment, the beer's not going to be good. The beer can be good, but if you can't figure out how to keep the doors open, that's not going to help you out either. This is interesting. So in 2016, they expanded and their capacity went from 21,000 barrels to uh, 25,000 barrels. They were never hitting those levels. Never close to in, in 2016, yeah. they were at 15,830. And then the next year, that declined 43% to 9,000 barrels. Could you imagine sitting on the ability to make 25,000 barrels a year and suddenly you're make, going from 15 to 9? Yeah. And not saying the jig is up. Oh, yeah. the jig is up. Get, cut, cut, cut. We got to cut staff. We got to figure this thing out. I want to know that 15,800, that is a perfectly viable number for running a business how far geographically i want to know too you know is, is is that three states is that 25 states i've seen it in north carolina i know that for a fact it's been a long time mind you but I, but i but i i really wonder was that just you know i, I sent a couple pallets to distributors across 30 states and just hope, hope and pray i don't have sales reps i don't have anything it's just you'll take some beer cool well, or do they have any sort of backyard presence any sort of dominance i mean they're in kalamazoo so i'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a hint they didn't dominate their backyard because the other guys do yeah you know well and if they do that thing where they you know sign up with the distributor and just hope and pray the distributor is going to prioritize them over others yeah Spoiler don't don't hire salespeople. don't do the work don't even necessarily send them the best beer just send them where they order it there you go here's yep. the beer cool so yeah and you know honestly I, I i see this is going to be a continuing trend over the next couple of years these big old regional places are going to just be flat out running out of a ca- a capital and bad lease terms or whatever the case was, and they don't have a choice but to either sell or they just have to shut down. Or, but what's to say like a, a newer brewery couldn't have burned through their initial well, investment uh, it, it, the same uh, way? A, a thousand percent, but I, I, I think I, several have here and down. Yeah, I, 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 I think what think there's a. I, I I still just don't like the talk of bubble. Because we're still seeing no. breweries opening up at breakneck speed, and yeah, right. they are breweries are closing too. But the the pie continues. Like, yeah, bubble suggests you cannot sustain this business model anymore. You can do it. Yeah, you just have to do it well, which is how business should be. Right. This is this is this isn't a poppy of the bubble. This is just a return to business equilibrium, which is yeah. the well-run ones do well. Yes, yeah, there's some luck involved. So that shit happens. Some degree. location right? matters. But, but also, you know, and yeah. <clears throat> having what people are interested in matters. Having good beer matters. Not, not giving a bad first impression matters. If, if you've been 24 years ago and don't own your backyard, I mean, own your backyard. You're on tap in every bar in that town, and you're counting on I'm going across, you know, whatever 15 states, whatever it is, and just hoping for that residual money to keep coming in. It's you know. New brands don't stop opening. New local brands don't stop opening. You, you are atrophying. There is yep. no question about it. And you're just sitting there watching those orders drop, 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 drop. And your tap room is people's losing interest. And well, and I was going to say maybe this is a Michigan thing because if you look at these stats, 22 breweries have opened, and 16 of them now 17 have closed in the last year. Yeah, but you know, as often you know, we, is that 16 of those 22, or is that 22 open, 16 closed? I think it's just 22 open, 16 closed. Out of like right. 200 breweries. Yep. yep. Okay. So not 22 of those 16 closed in a year. So it's a net eight. 
Okay, that's, right. that's what I'm curious about. That's yeah. kind of how yeah. I'm reading it. Right? Really yeah. Yeah. Right. Point. It's, yeah. it's a net eight. And then overall, just kind of going back to Wells's point about the bubble, which there isn't really one because 300 breweries are going to close within the next year or so, but 1,000 are going to open. So that's yeah. quite a big difference. That tells oh, yeah. me so that's t- not t- a bubble. Tell me about a bubble. Right, that's not a bubble. But net plus 700. My whole yeah. point was, was plain and simple this. I think... There are some of these very old breweries, like Ryan was saying, that they don't own their backyard. They're not on tap all over town. Well, (laughs) they're not on tap all over town. So eventually the Reaper is going to come because you cannot just rely on lazy business practices and assume that you are going to be able to skate by for the rest of your life. Competition's a real thing. Yeah. I remember talking to to our distributor in South Carolina about, uh, what the hell to say their name, Boulder Beer Company. You know, they make haze and infuse is their IPA, uh, yep. you know, and they used to be a much more present in this market and probably a number of markets, quite frankly. And I remember talking about how they're, they're, they just had a rep and who, you know, came down once a year and all they did was come down and complain like, boy, sales are down, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, and, and just do that. And the hell it's, are like, you? it's like the classic version of that. Like, what is your plan? What is your plan to remain viable? Just get out of the market at that point. Don't pay someone just to. Stop in town once every uh, tw- once or twice a year and, and bang, yell at you. Bang on the distributor's desk and and, and uh, demand results. Just just c- call it. All right, South Carolina's not viable for us. And I, and I think they did actually, but but it just it, it reminded me of that that story of like there's this brewery across the country selling beer and it's perfectly fine beer. They've been around for a long time. Sure, they're lovely people. But it's like, what is the plan? Well, well, not only that, but just because you know four of us are fairly plugged into the industry. Like I talked to my local beer buyer at the bottle shop and ask questions about reps and half the time there aren't reps it's the distributor rep that's yep. coming in there is not a brand rep yeah they just yep. bring in a, a pallet of whatever yep. i'll put these on i'll stack your shelves and and your you, you better be red hot <laughs> and your distributor rep carries how many uh how many different breweries products how many different skews yeah. like if you aren't willing to like put feet on the ground and, and a rep in that market to kind of hold these distributors' feet to the fire and yeah, hold them accountable. Like, look, all right, they, it, they've got other other things they well, can. We're getting even holding them accountable. How about just partnering with them? Yeah. Hey, you guys are out there selling my beer. I'm going to show up and tell my story and sell my beer. Yeah. And maybe together we'll all sell some beer. We'll all get paid. Yep. I mean, let, let's let's be brutally honest here because it just happened this last weekend. Night shift made a big splash. Came into town. I saw that. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be here for six months and then it's going to die. I'm just going to throw it Did out there right now. Did they launch in the market, or they do that thing where they dry, they, they they blind ship pallets and it shows up once in a while? This is surly model, we call it. It's all four months old. That's a good question. I mean, I didn't check keg dates on anything, so yeah. Knows. But well, like surly in Florida, you can get like you can get like um, uh, abrasive, and it's just ancient. And they just blind ship. It's almost, it's almost like beer they're sitting on, right? And they just blind ship pallets to a distributor once a quarter, and it yeah. shows up to the wine and sells out. Because I'm like, ooh, surly. I can't get this usually. And they haven't been burned out on it, so it all sells off the one-time triers. And but it's what is the point of that for the brand, right? Uh, well, yeah, exactly. Because like I know that there was multiple places around town that got a bunch of IPAs from mm-hmm. Night Shift. That's the last thing I think about when I think about Night Shift is IPAs. Also true. What do you think about sours? Sours. Do you? Yeah, coffee stout. Sours and I, I stouts. Think stouts. Yeah, sours yeah. and stouts. I, yeah, it's a well-diversified well brand. I don't think about IPAs. Yeah. And and so that was the last thing I wanted to buy from them was, I don't want your hazy IPA. Yeah, I don't care. I, I don't know you for that. I know what you make. And that's not here, so cool. I'm just going to move on and buy what I normally buy. And I mean, <clears throat> you know, 
that kind of stuff comes in. And I guess if you're going to do that and be with a distributor, you need to have a pretty well-known name to pull that off. Yeah. You're, I mean, I'm not saying you can't do it. I just don't know how successful you're going to be when you are the new can of or the, the new brewery of the month, as it were. I mean, let's let's face it. If Surly, like Ryan was saying, all of a sudden just blind shipped some pallets here. Of course, we would probably look to see what beer it was, yeah, but I, I'd check it. But I mean, but look, people if, would go ape shit over if the it. stuff was fresh and I could get my hands on a four pack of Todd the Axe Man. I would. But you know that's not going to be it. No, of course it's going to be shit you don't want to drink. But it's still going to sell, and it's going to pad their pockets. Yeah. I mean, all that night shift stuff, they got it in, at least I think most places around town, got it in Tuesday or Wednesday. By the time I was at Common Market on Saturday, it was all gone. Sure. Not a single one of those things left. And night shift is one of the few breweries that can probably pull that off because they've had a reputation for a while. I don't know that Dark Horse has that reputation. If they do come back, and even if they come out with all brand new stuff, because Roke did whatever with them, I don't think it matters. Yeah, maybe it's not. so hard to keep people's attention anymore, and it's like the restaurant scene here in town. Oh, you mean the somebody new opens up, and it's like oh, I hey. stopped. I stopped by Kits and got a can of the Night Shift Light Light Lime. Tried it. The Uint is better. All right, I'm all done. Yep, I'm done with that brand. I, I'm not. I'm not saying burn them to the ground, and I, I'll never speak to them again. But I just okay. I had it, and moving on. <laughs> Yeah, but how often does that stuff come out? You know, or, or you know, again, going back to the restaurant example, you know, a new place opens up and everybody's all excited about it, and then that's not the hot new thing. Well, you guys remember Ale Smith, right? And then somebody else pops in. You know? Yeah, you remember Ale Smith, right? I do. Who? I do. And there for a while, you could buy like three and four year old year old uh, what was there barley wine, knuckle dragger or something. Yeah, like knuckle that. dragger and speedway stouts. You can. They were like two and three years old, not because of any reason other than nobody bought them. Yep. You could also buy their uh, brown ale <laughs> that was about two years old. <coughs> Hard pass. The IPA yeah. is only is fresh at 14 months, though. So, And it's on sale, I hear. I bet it is. <laughs> yes. So do you guys, have you, is anybody in this room ever watched The Great British Bake Off? I have. I have. Is that a weed show or a cooking show? It's a cooking Both? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's a cooking show. It's uh, a half-baked off. That's different. Yeah, half big tough. There you go. Uh, if you haven't watched that. it, there is a popular judge on there. Hers, her name is Mary Berry because that's just adorable, right? You mean, come on. Is that she, like, she's is that like Sherry's Berry? She, Sherry Berry? Yeah, know, she's, so, I she's mean, English. Well, as you put this in here and just reading this story made me insanely furious, so just go ahead and talk. Well, uh... <laughs> Basically, Ar- Armistice Brewing, or Armistice Brewing Company out of California. Uh, g- good Lord, can you stay put? <laughs> they, they're going to do a pastry stout, and they're going to put Mary Berry's face on the label, and they're going to name it after her. Oh, well, that's great. I'm sure they went and got permission for this and got all the right signatures, and there's probably, like, royalties. And she knew about it. It was totally cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Board, it was right? totally green-lighted. You know, it was probably in her, you know, they were sliding into her DMs, like, you know. and you <laughs> Hey, brah. Yeah, as we were talking about on the show, obviously none of that happened. Uh, uh, not even don't, don't worry. The owner says it's an homage. So it's okay. Oh, oh, it's a, oh, oh. But I get Make it. money off public people's personas and... Personages. It was oh, it was it. totally ended as an homage, but I get it. People got to protect their image to the public. Well, duh. So, and now it's like 
they're going to rebrand it. And now there's a damn article about this beer that. Oh my God, we're talking about them. They got what they wanted. I mean, just yeah. we we we, this, we, all this, know, we all know this is on purpose, right? We, we yeah, all know this, this, say, is this is planned what from minute off. One. This was planned from if day one. If the Mary one. Berry Stout comes out, all her fans, oh neat, 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 and they buy it. If it doesn't, free press, free press. Case in point, we're talking about it. Maybe we should move on. And 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 they get get what they want anyway. And people label go, what's this all? Oh, there's a story here. It's banned. You so know. They're, so they're slapping a sticker with a new name on it. And they're slapping an upside down sticker smiley face on the old label, which I bet they totally got label approval to do. Yeah, I mean, right? it's just, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. This this it's, was engineered to be controversial from the beginning. Uh huh. So they hundred percent. I mean, I, I hate little stunts like this. And this I, I do too. That, I can't that, stand that is it. Exactly yeah. what this is. It is a stunt. Are you running a business? It's, it's like a child when you tell a child, "Don't do that." And they do it anyway. Then look at you. They kind of look in their face like, huh? Huh? I mean, are you running a business? No. Because they say, of course, of course they say, we poured thousands of dollars in rebranding. No, if you didn't. Only. You bought a roll of stickers. Only that could have been somehow, somehow prevented. You, you spent 20 bucks to have somebody update your untapped login or your untapped check-in, right? 20 you, bucks. I'll do it for a six-pack. You, you, went, you went to the dollar <laughs> store and bought a bunch of smiley face stickers and then got your little... Uh, uh, Label printer and printed out labels to. I mean, like it's just. They probably paid someone illegally in beer to to, fix, to, to apply them all for you. Oh yeah. Instead of actually having workers, because companies hire workers. Yeah. By the way, they, they you had re- volunteers do it for free for a free bar tab because that's totally cool, bro. They have renamed this beer, which is a pastry stout, the Ceased and Desist Pastry Stout. Yay! Because they got hit with the C and D almost immediately. I'll tell oh, you what. Cease and Desist Berry. I, I'll tell you stuff yeah. like this. Oh yeah, because Mary Berry's the bad guy. She's a bad guy. I'll, I'll never. She's naughty. I'll, I'll never buy any of their stuff. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you told me that they had one called, you know, like Dirty Blonde or something like that, featuring you know some scantily clad girl on the front, I would not at all be surprised. Yeah. <sighs> Do they? I'm, I'm about. I'm Keep looking. in mind, this is a audio format. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> So, anyways, why Jeff is looking that you up? You seem to be leading in a direction, Jeff. No, no. Well, I was just I was thinking about it, and then I said, "I'm like, oh, I'll just go ahead and look." Is it Christmas already? Yeah, Ballast Point's, Ballast Ballast Point's Point is, closing down more places. Yeah, Ballast Point is Wait, closing down. Wait, they close down every Christmas. <laughs> they are closing down their tap room that they had set up in Virginia, in Daleville, Virginia. And where the hell is Daleville, Virginia? Fuck if I know. I'm from Virginia, and I don't know. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> if yeah. you don't know that, that's really yeah. sad. Uh, but yeah, I mean, number one, I'm serious. Like I'm looking up, he's looking up to see if they have anything else. And I'm looking up where Heine the bungers. All right. Whatever. What's that? Heine the bunger. Oh, really? Pointy the oh, wah. Hey, listen to this quote about, this is quote about Ballast Point closing. The decision to close is a corporate decision had nothing to do with the location's profitability. Well, if the lo- but rather the brand as a whole, if the location was wildly profitable, I presume the corporate decision would not be to close it down. Do we agree? Yeah, 100%. Uh, and of course, Constellation Brands has that quote once again. As you see throughout the industry, growth and craft is being driven by local brands. It's almost like <laughs> this could have been forecast, right? Yep. Yeah. And, 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 and yet, here we are. And they're keeping the brewing facility, which is really strange. If you're not just going to give up the lease, I mean, how empty was this restaurant? If you're paying for the building anyway... You know what it takes to pay a couple servers two for two dollars an hour, and 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 sling beers at a eighty percent profit margin. <laughs> Apparently, they do. 
Yeah. They, they have a hard time with that. Numbers are hard. So, yeah. They opened. That's not the craft beer mecca that I know Daleville to be. <laughs> they, well, so I looked it up. Daleville is in the Roanoke area. All right. And uh, they opened this location in 2017, but I mean, geez. June 12th. So it made it two years and two months <laughs> and two weeks. Well, the good news is we now know that, you know, it may not be a ballast point, you know, brewery anymore, but uh, the current facility is going to be the innovation hub for Constellation. Sure. So, so they're going to brew their weed beer there. All their spice. That's where that's going to happen. Yeah. Hard yeah. seltzers and Corona pastry stouts. Yeah, and their weed all beer. lime. Their weed beer is going to be made there. Yeah, because you know they're heavily invested in the weed beer game too. Why wouldn't they do Constellation? Wouldn't is you at some point have to? I don't know. Make that in the state that it's legal in. It's not legal in Virginia. Yeah, it'll be there. Soon. Maybe they're planning ahead. I mean, you imagine I'm, working in production at Ballast Point, and all of a sudden it's like now you make White Claw, <laughs> basically. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's no hey, laws. I know, I know you signed up to work for this brewery, but you're going to be making our hard seltzer now instead. And I, whatever whatever a flavored malt is. Oh, I know you're real excited about that. I mean, it's probably flavored malt beverages, but I don't know, look. Was, I was saying I was like, milkshake. That dumped all their beer? <laughs> Who, what? No, that was Ballast Point. They dumped all their barrel aged beers, wasn't it? Yes. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. They had like a... In fairness, if you had them, it probably... No, yeah, I did have them. A lot of them were... Well, the ones that released to the market were pretty good. Were they? Yeah, I, 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 I had not. I, I assumed the worst. Dude, barrel aged victory at sea, really? Mm. Mm, so That's good. good. Yeah, I yeah. I figured the Vanilla bean barrel aged. That is something else, man. It's eighteen dollars for a six pack, but damn, it's good. Well, thanks for telling me, jerks. And I'll never try them because <laughs> they're all right. in the sewer. Right. right. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. I mean, it's just what happens when somebody gets bought by a company that doesn't know what the fuck to do with them. Like, well, and, and for how much money again? To just remind people, like damn near a billion dollars. Yeah, which is absolutely insane. Although I will say this, and I if I you was, look at what Corona's doing with, for Constellation brands, it's the only thing stopping Constellation from just saying we're in charge now. Step aside, government. Like I mean, I mean that brand is so runaway. Ballast Point is actually actually has a check on them and being a monopoly. Like Corona oh, yeah. is so insane right now, and those imports for them are so insane. Like. If you told me no one at Constellation got fired for Ballast Point, I'd be like, that's only a billion dollars in fairness. They well, made 10. And I was going to say, I, I, <laughs> whatever I, the hell it is. I know that the liquor world is a little bit different than the beer world, but I was surprised to find out that Constellation owns High West. And then I wasn't because High West bottles are like $75 for a normal bottle of fucking also, whiskey. Uh, all of the Ballast Point uh, Barrel Age Victory at Sea turned into High Westified Victory at Sea. Yep. Because corporate synergy. Heck yeah. yeah. And that's also why... Lagunitas. Yeah, Lagunitas had mm-hmm. High West bottles, but had to like say, all right, cool, we got to get rid of these and yeah, not we're do done. this anymore. We're do- well, they, they, they did something different, didn't they? Well, they just I think they just bottled and released every single, like their stockpile. Like, here we go. It's all out. Okay. It was and cheap. We're not doing something. this again. It was pretty cheap. Maybe that explains why. Well, yeah. It's Lagunitas, though. It's usually inexpensive. It's true. True. Yeah. God bless them. I know, right? Yeah. Do you remember so, like the good old days of like bombers of hop stupid three bucks? Like, oh God, yeah, oh God, yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it was really for, was. Did I've never I've never a met better, a person a better beer. I've never met a person price. who didn't love that beer. Yep. And, it, and it's just gone. You don't you never see it anymore. Yeah. And if you do, it's probably been there for a while. It's ancient. <laughs> that Lagunitas dating where they do dating codes, where it's the day of the year and it's in black and you have to really stand there with your phone light shining directly on it to catch it. Yeah. And it's always like. February and the date's like two six four. You're like, that's 
100 uh, eight months all right damn it all right no i'm out <laughs> kind of thing what are we doing five months six months i anymore I, I get stuff like that if it's not readily apparent i just move on well, and I was going to say, back I'm willing to, to look because it'd be hot stupid to be like six ninety nine for a six pack at the teeter. I'm like, I'll buy that. What the hell? And I'm looking at it going, no, I won't. Well, and, and it, what was the? There was a stout that they would make a coffee stout that was dirt cheap too. It was like three oh, or yeah. four bucks for a bottle. It was literally called Lagunitas Coffee Stout. Yep. Yeah. Espresso yeah. stout. Yeah, espresso stout. Yeah, and I'm like, it's three or four bucks a bottle. How can you pass this and up? Again, find me a better beer at that price. Oh, yeah, I dare you. Like you can't, you can't do it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. So two months ago, we talked about this, but apparently AB has decided to bring it back. Hey, uh, hey, everybody made fun of us, and so we stopped doing it, and so now we're going to quietly do it again. And well, it. And, and here's the thing that two months ago, we didn't necessarily know this at the time because we don't live in Hong Kong. There are now some really serious riots going on there on the day-to-day basis. At the point of when this first started... Drain too much Bud Light? They might have been. At the, at, uh, at Bud the, Light Platinum, sir, at nighttime only. At the, at the time when this started, that was the actual speculation of what may have happened, is that they pulled out of that market because of this. They Pull have, out. They have since come back and said, no, that's not the case. But The only thing Bud Light, or the only thing uh, AB InBev pulls out on is their own products. You should know this. So very true. And every now and then they'll come back, like Bud Light Platinum. I saw, I got, like, I yeah. got, I got no, blasted no, back. No, no, no. I'm like, why does this feel so familiar? And I looked at the thing once. 2012. Yeah. It was a thing. And, and, and now it's back in 6% form. <clears throat> it's 4.5% for regular Bud Light, 6% for Bud Light Platinum. Cool. And they're like, only drink at night. And I'm like, all right, irresponsible drinking habits. Go. So when, it, it, if Budweiser keeps bringing things back, when are they going to relaunch B to the E? I'm, yeah, I'm waiting for golden wheat. I want the what's up commercials back. <laughs> <laughs> I do those too. were clever. My I, mom said so. I do too. I like those. I, look, I, of course, I was also a teenager at the time. Right. I thought that was funny as hell. You were watching it before, before you saw Space Jam in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you were slapping your knee in this loving life. Dude, yeah. Some Space Jam, though. I, I keep wondering about this whole like. ABM Bev is selling off the Australian ventures and is doing this. And yes. Like, yes. Is, is, is there any, and maybe I'm just, uh, call, call me, uh, maybe I'm just a romantic, a big, a big hearted and hopeful. Is there any blood in the water here? Like we need to sell some shit because we bought a lot of stuff and it's well, not working out. That's, that's exactly as we would have hoped. Well, that, pe- people were concerned about how much debt they have. Yes, exactly. And, and they it might be. And that, that is part of the reason why they sold off the Australian part of this. That's why they are trying to, push back into the China market again, which, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan has been bitching about this happening for years and years and years. That AB was trying to push into the China market. Of course. Because of how big that market is. When you get billions of people in state control and you have to buy off one person instead of uh, everyone, yes. Yeah, exactly. That's how you do things. And they now own... Hey, wherever we are now. Okay. They now own the oldest brewery that is in China that is... Was founded in like 1900. It's been Asia and South America for yep. the longest time. Everyone wonders how do they fall asleep at the switch in, in the states. Yep. And it's like, well, you, you had a very stodgy old boardroom that where no one wanted to be the one who was three years from retirement going, "Hey guys, this is all wrong. <laughs> no one likes Budweiser products, so you can't do American ale, you can't do Golden Wheat, you can't do et cetera, et cetera, et cetera." Um, but it's also they were just distracted. Yeah, and and I think this is how Voltron makes its final form. You know. They 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 push into China. It's Duke, Kentucky, and Kansas. I yeah. mean, to me, it's like it, it's like a mixture between like you know day trading 
and like uh, like FanDuel, right? You know, it's like this, like they gave me some money and I played the market and I bought some stuff and I sold some stuff and I bought some stuff and I sold some stuff. And really like, that's how I justify my job is to acquire and merge. And then we can spend some stuff off because we need a, a credit for it. And then we're going to buy some more things. I mean, it's not uncommon in the business sector at all. But what does it look like? What does the future look like for, for this company? When, you know, when, when Bud Light atrophies in three years, more than golden road sells, what is that? What does that look like? As a, as, a, as, a, as a company, what, what, what does the future look like? And maybe that is the answer is you go to, you go to Mexico, you go to South America, you go to, you go to Asia, you go to emerging markets basically and say, oh, our, our name still means something. We're a global powerhouse, right? Well, and not only that, but to kind of flip the script a little bit. So that's kind of the problem right now in China is that everybody is drinking tre- cheap lager, but they are starting to adultify. Right. They're starting to get into bigger brands. So what do you think the first thing they're bringing over there is? Of course. It's Goose Island. They're bringing Goose Island over to China. It's like um, that, that. It's like that Simpsons when they're they're, they're parodying the um, the, uh, the 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 TV show in Asia that's set in the states. He's yeah. like, look at me, my T-shirt, reggae hairstyle, rock and roll. Yep. Could I be more American? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's a lot of that going around right now. Like, exactly. So look, this is this is very. Uh, 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 what do you call it? It's very classy. It's an American, it's an American craft beer. They're sending it over here now. Yep. We can get Goose Island now. Yep. <laughs> that they're probably making at the China facility. They are, actually. They opened up a facility in China. And it still China. says Chicago beer. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> they opened up a facility in China to make Goose Island beer. They're still yeah. putting out 312, and the Chinese populace is like, uh, okay. Uh, it's right. got numbers. Can I have a number of beer, please? Yeah, give, give the number of beer. <laughs> so anyways, long story short, they're, they're doing their IPO again in the Asian markets, hoping to... Break in a little bit more than they had in the past. They have dropped the valuation down by a billion dollars. They oh. were asking for six. Now they're asking for five. We're only asking for five. Once again, we have a Patreon going. If you want to pitch in, let's just buy the damn thing. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's down to five. China's lovely. Hey, Patreon.com slash craft beer cast. Uh, send, us, uh, send us your money and we would love to buy uh, Budweiser. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. At least the China leg of it. I mean, we could do like like they did with the craft yeah. beer lines. We could go to the table and be like, nah, I don't think we're going to do that. Wait for their stock to tank, and then we go buy them. Oh, man, I, ca- I cannot wait to see what their stock does when we announce that we aren't buying them. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> it hasn't changed. It's, it's, they're the same. <laughs> is, it, is, this, is this insider trading? Should we talk about this? They're the same. Like, <laughs> shh, yeah. shh, shh, shh. Hey, look, we didn't, you know, we, we didn't have any luck raiding uh, Area 51, so, I mean. Yeah, we didn't get we a clap any alien ass cheeks. Yeah, so. right. All right, so you didn't because because Ryan is here. I decided to play a game again. Oh, this one is way older, and I'm gonna have to turn the screen off so you guys okay. can't see this. So oh, give me a second, vamp, as if you will. So this is where uh, Josh has a Kickstarter of some form, and he doesn't let us see it, and he kind of tells us what it's all about, and we take guesses for like what they're asking for, what their total like. Funding amount was, oh, and then is, whether or not they fund. Is this local or? or uh, I know it's nation. Yeah. Could be anywhere. No. Could be no. anywhere. Just like Josh, worldwide. We've had some local ones. Just like this beer, worldwide. worldwide. Hey y'all. So the reason I'd asked you this question, Ryan, before we started rolling, was, gentlemen, we're gonna have to time travel a little bit. We're gonna have to time travel back to 2013. Am I going for Mjolnir? So think back to 2013. Okay. All right. Did you have start. untapped? Back then? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. Did you have untapped I back did. then? Yep. Okay, so you two did. Mm-hmm. Jeff is a maybe. I'm, yeah, it's a, it's a definite maybe. It's in there. 
Definite maybe. All right, so I'd like to introduce you to Beerpedia. I know I saw this. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, man, this sounds familiar. Beerpedia is an app where you can honestly rate and review your ciders and hard ales. Oof. Wait. Oof. It's, wait, the, wait, ba- wait. it's the Betamax of beer rating app. Are you feeling too full? Nah, Beerpedia. I got them out. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Ciders and, and hard ales? Yes. Hard ale. What the? What is a hard ale? I don't know. Your mom's a hard time, ale. Time travel back to 2013 and ask this dude that made this. My mom is not a hard ale. So yeah. in other words, this guy was back in 2013 kickstarting what, be- yeah. what was untapped. Which had already been existing for over two years at that point. Uh-huh. I've had it since 11, I believe. Yeah, same. I looked it up. Okay. Yeah, you were, you were before I was in 11, but... Yeah. So, I mean, just think about that. This is, it's an app, but this was made back in 2013. That's the only difference. This is untapped. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look up what hard ales are. So I guess the, the first question I have to ask is, what do you think they were asking for? How much? It was money? an app? It was an app. iOS only at that point. So were they asking for, what, what I know this may tip a handle. What were they asking for? Just like. Funding to create funding the app. Funding to make the app. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the app didn't exist. This is not marketing funding. This was development. At least from the sounds of it, yes. I am going to say $1.5 million. I would say... 400000 Could never support me. <laughs> oh, wait, you said iOS? $12 trillion. Yeah, right. uh, 400000 Yeah, because like 2013 was like around that age of... Hey, I'm like inflation make, has changed things. I'm, that I'm much. making an app for uh, I'm making an app for the iPhone. Uh, it's eighteen dollars if you want to buy my. I am saying one point five. Yeah, four hundred k going high. I don't know, man. I, I don't know how to. You don't know how to evaluate apps. No, I no, don't know how to not say at numbers. all. <laughs> all right, I'll I'll throw in maybe something that'll help a little bit. So if you spent five dollars or more on this pledge. I should get the app, right? They wouldn't kill your pet. You get a stubby holder. What? What's a? St- I don't fucking know. What a Josh, is a, Josh is. is a stubby holder. What's you know a, what I mean? Just a pair of shorts. It's a stubby. I holder. I pay about twenty bucks for those. That's a pretty good deal. <laughs> if you do ten dollars or more, you get your name on the website. In other words, oh, like I was, love oh, places dang. like that that do a name on the website See? and stuff. See, I don't want to pay for you more. Yep. Yeah. You're oh right. boy. You're too low. Ten dollars for your name on the website. Oh, what a bargain! Oh, yeah. And a stubby holder too. You get the stubby oh, holder and holder. your name on the website. Page, people don't know what a stubby holder. Patreon is. slash Ryan at Charlotte Beercast. You're not gonna be on my Facebook right now. <laughs> I am too busy Charlotte working up what hard right, so holes are. The big question, you know Jeff. I mean? Do you think it funded? <laughs> I I mean it never. I don't recall this ever being a. Thing. Are we guessing? So a, a, can we guess a percentage that it funded? Yeah, absolutely. It could be over hundred, obviously. Yeah, I, I'm going to say uh, my number was low, but then it sounds like it should have been higher. But I'm going to say like maybe 65%. Okay. I'm going to say 130%. Okay. 25. Okay. Funded. If this, th- if I'm, 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 I'm Wells is about to get angry. I've got to kill myself and I've got the beer here to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, you want more of this one? So number one, and granted, this is Australian space money. They were only asking for a thousand dollars, and they only got thirty. So I was close. Man, I mean, they got nothing. 
Which just goes to show Australians care less about rating and reviewing beers as they well, do. Well, they're, they're Anheuser-Busch uh, uh, brand solo. What can they believe in anymore? <laughs> Dang. Closed on 24th of September, Thousand 2013. Bucks. They made $30. $1,000 Australian, though. <laughs> no, they didn't. So there we go. Damn. I, th- I thought that was fun. Check you the mics. How did Mike check that one later? About the same time as the show started, this actually was a thing. That's why I kind of saved this one for this episode. Do you have oh, a wow. brewery Kickstarter for us? Oh, I have plenty of brewery Kickstarter. Those, 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 those are the best. Those, those are the best. So, wow. The, can rest in peace, Beerpedia. Oh. September well. 2013 to September 2013. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let's head to the can old I get an F in the chat? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> All right, are we ready for break? Yeah. Let's right. head to the old Play Store. We'll quick. be back in 30 Australian dollars. <laughs> Figure since Ryan's here, we should let him explain how buy or buy or buy, 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 no buy works. If only he was. Oh, uh, that's paying the attention. only one I have actually. Right? If only Jeff was paying attention. So I know. Here, I'll volunteer. <laughs> Thank you, Wells. Yeah, no problem. I'll volunteer. Oh wait, make make Ryan yeah. do it. Go for it. Buy or no buy. How does it work? Well, instead of the old hacky rating system of one through ten or one through five or five stars or whatever the hell you want to do, we have a very simple process here. Drink the beer. Would you buy it? Would you buy it at a at, at Oh, no. I'm here to talk about would you buy it at the current price or not. Uh, uh. <laughs> but we will discuss would you buy that beer or not buy that beer. If you would really buy that beer and you say, boy, is that tasty, you might say I would tap that, which means it is the best beer of the evening. We're getting there. And yeah. you would most likely want to put a keg of that in your home. It's yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, and so maybe for the, for the sake of tonight, because it is uh, episode 300 and we... Have uh, some of us reached into our uh, coffers and pulled out some fun things, and then Ryan brought stuff too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe less so much a matter of uh, would you buy it at its current price or whatever, because some of these you can't get anymore. Yep. Just would you buy it if you saw it? Yep. If it was new. Yeah. Or even say. if it was hanging out in its vintage form. Yeah. So standard, standard, like I do. <laughs> face, yeah. Face value, not necessarily uh, secondary market price. More on that later. So what's the first pair up? First beer up, we got some loons, y'all. Um, Cantillon's classic goose. It's a goose. Yes, uh, very much so. Uh, this is the 2018 variant, if you will, version of it. Uh, we've had Cantillon on the show before, uh, but I don't believe we've ever had the classic goose. So uh, thanks, Wells, for bringing this. Um, damn, this is good. It is sweet and tart and just all over the place and made my mouth pucker, and I liked it. I like this a lot. It's a big buy for me. I mean, how do you not, right? Yeah. Self? Blue no. Wells? cheese. Wells. So good. Wells. 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 Right. Uh, look, there's, this is barnyard funk meets like sweet tarts and mm. little peaches and everything. Like, is barnyard funk going to give it to you? But, but this is an absolutely <laughs> divine goose. Like, Cantillon just kills it every year. Um, and I, I don't know. 
they they've made something that can withstand the test of time and i just adore loons in general but classic goose like it just does not get any better than this solid buy ryan you know, at the risk of being unpopular. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, this since is when, since when does that stop you? I, I, I would certainly understand if we're not someone's wheelhouse because it's distinct. Yes. Um, barnyard funk, blue cheese. I'm much more. I want more funk than I want tart than I want sour on anything when it comes to any sort of wild ales. Uh, the more horse blanket, the better kind of thing. Which boy just. Put a bullet in my head. I'm so it just it right? amazes me. Yes, yes. Like that was going through my head. But, so I'm like, is anybody going to use the H word? And I'm like, how many of you have actually like chewed on a horse blanket to know what that actually tastes I had a hard like? childhood. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. You grew up in Virginia. <laughs> right, right, right. It all makes sense now. The Wild West, as you city folk know it. That's right. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Not but, even I mean, West Virginia Mountain it's, Highway. It's obviously phenomenal. It, it should surprise no one. It, it's It's the standard. There's essentially nothing like it in the world. Um, it, it, it shocks me. There was a time I lived in DC and I would have found this horrifying to drink cause I hadn't really gone down that road yet. And I was just sitting on the shelves in DC shops just every day. Just me walking by it going, that's funny. A green bottle. Look yeah. Let's go. Anywho, got any more of that red hook nut brown? <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't always make the best decisions. Uh, no, especially in our six years. We definitely didn't. So yes, I, I believe I would purchase this given the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. What are you, Josh? Uh, Josh? I mean, I'm shocked we haven't had just the plain Jane. This is one of those that I feel like somebody always brings to like Whales for Wishes or like the OMB bottle shares that we've mentioned in the past. Actually, that was probably Whales for Wishes too. You know, anytime you're at a big bottle share, somebody shows up with a Cantillon, and a lot of times it is the classic goose because it's one of the more readily. And you keep walking by it because someone's got. You know, bum f brewing out of Michigan's double bar, double barrel gin imperial stout. You're Absolutely. like, ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh, ooh. And I was over there enjoying their Cantillon and loving life, and you're over there just, you know, yeah, I, I, with, I, with four I, ounces of liquid death. I must absolutely get this milkshake IPA with, you know, lactose and fruits, and I can't even stop crapping on my submissions, Jeff. All right, my bad. That time will come. <laughs> Speaking of that time <laughs> coming, well, hold on, I haven't bought oh, her. Oh, dang. oh dang, yeah, chill out there, oh, Tiger. Uh, of oh, course, dang. I'm gonna buy this. I mean, it's it's yeah. delicious. It, why would I not? But I'm just shocked we haven't had this one yet. Yeah. <coughs> Which, actually, before you get to the next one, that brings me to a memory that I'm pretty sure a few of us in this room will remember. On purpose? Do you remember the rhubarb beer? Oh, yeah. It smelled like farts. Uh-huh. Strawberry rhubarb. Um, um, dang it. It is... Strawberry rhubarb. New Glarus? New Glarus. Yes. Yeah. It smells y- like farts. Yeah, like... That memory still very distinctly sticks in my head. Out Why of did they advertise it that way? They don't. Just about yeah. everybody. Just... Like, I thought one of y'all beefed it in here. Like, <laughs> what the fuck happened? Nope. <laughs> Could be both. And, and the pizza beer. Oh, the pizza beer. I didn't have the pizza beer. So the yeah, pizza beer, was... like, delivered, like, it, the flavor was as if you crammed a piece of margarita pizza into your mouth while drinking beer. I mean, it delivered on exactly what it yes. said it was, yep. but I wanted none of it. Yeah. All right, I'm throwing you guys a topic for next show, and I'll come if you do your research on this. Hey, hey, whoa, 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 I, whoa, whoa hey, hey, I hey, will attend hey. if you okay. do your research on this All and right. give me an answer. What? Go back through your untapped. Go back through your memory, whatever you got to do. What's the most vile-sounding thing you ever enjoyed, beer-wise? Wootstown? Oh, oh, enjoyed? Oh, well, in that case, that's uh, As far as like, oh, my God, you don't have to answer now. I mean, no if you have an answer, by all means, bring an answer. There's no way this should have been good, but it really But if was. you have an answer of like, oh my God, I actually kind of really dig this, uh, you know? It was a, a recent episode. It was that pickle goza. 
Oh no! No, no. Wait, no. the one from um New, uh, New Serum. Yeah, Netflix and Dill. I loved it too. I, I wouldn't say it's I loved it, strong. but I finished it's too it. Too strong. I I miss Ghostface Killer. They pulled out of the market. Oh, I drink that. I kept that in my fridge all the time. Especially some nights, chili. Only that would no, drink. Drink it. Only that would do. Some nights. Mm. Then you go change your contacts. And it's a whole thing. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, that's a bit much. Yeah, that's a bit much. I mean, I know what mine is. Can you think of something where you thought like, no one likes this. Everyone is horrified. This exists. And I tried it. It was like, oh, I kind of dig this. Any like, peanut, Jeff, if you say the trophy beer, I'm going to be mad at you. <laughs> any peanut butter beer, to be honest with you. Most people fucking hate those things. They're, I love because them. Because they're all terrible. They are. I no love them. You know the best one that ever came out? Liquid Bliss by Terrapin. Really? And they didn't screw it up. And, and, you know, <laughs> of they, course it's got to be that. And you know what they did? That. They got rid of it. I'm not, I'm not trolling you. And they got rid of it. Of course. There used course. to be six packs of teeter. Yeah. And I would just buy them up. It had a silky body to it. Mm-hmm. And instead of being that peanut dust or that, it, it, it just tasted just like a big chocolate stout, a little nutty just on the finish, kind of dried it up, honestly. Yeah. yeah. It was great. And they killed it. Uh, sigh. Terrapin forever hates you. <laughs> and you, them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm having a hard time. I'll have to go back and look. Okay. I really yeah. don't know what. Yeah. The, I mean, honestly, like you, the you put that any- had the turtle doing a little. Um, Floating, yeah. you know, thing on, yeah. on the label. No, I remember, I remember it very well. Yeah, yeah. I have to yeah. go back and look at beers that I like that I didn't think that I would like, or like, I have no reason to have liked. How it, do you Google that? I don't know. I go, I go through a spreadsheet. I've got uh, seventeen hundred thirty-three beers that we've tried on the show over. Yeah, you years. you put any <clears throat> stupid peanut butter stout beer in front of me, and I will buy that shit all day long, and I shouldn't. But it's all. It's hard to get right. What one in <sighs> ten is good. And, 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 and I buy them all, too. Yeah, I'm a sucker for them. $30 bomber. I'm like, yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah, fuck it. It's peanut butter. <laughs> I'm in. Oh, that's yeah. the, that must be the Funky Buddha. Yep, because they're the new ones in the market that are like, oh, we have a bomber of, uh, it's about 11% beer. All it's our, $30. All of our adjuncts are bad, but you'll like this one. Yeah. yeah. We're actually only good at adjunct beers. So clearly you'll buy this one, hoping it's good. Yeah, right. All right, Jeff, next beer up. Next beer up, um, Trophy Brewing out of uh, Raleigh. This is their, you'll be pressing rewind. It's got a nice little uh, boom box on the front. Looks like it's uh, milk sugar and vanilla, Eldorado and mosaic hops, guava, passion fruit, peach. Um, yeah, uh, I'll be pressing no buy. Because okay. uh, this was this was gross. Like this way too thick. Hard pass. No thanks. Wells? We had this uh, topic of conversation on the show of hop burn and i'm like i can't wait for people to like stop drop like start dropping hot burn where it doesn't belong uh it belongs here this made my throat fucking hurt thank um, you this, i didn't i didn't use it because you were get so butthurt whenever i use it but well, yeah because you weren't using it at the right time uh but this, i was using this it was, correctly for me noob. this was this is straight up Rook. this is <laughs> this, this there's so much take a walk freshman <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I cannot, in good faith, recommend anybody drink this. Not even as a joke. Self's on Ryan, where are you in? Weird confession. Oh. I realized not long ago that I far prefer milkshake IPAs Daisies. to New England IPAs. Yeah. Far prefer. And, and I sort of, like, you know... Uh, the, the lactose and even they start doing things like oh it's vanilla strawberry lactose IPA I'm just kind of like I'm kind of in for that it's really ridiculous and stupid and it's just dessert but I really like it um, this however uh, looks like V8 kind of 
And um, like, the, like the, that weird variant that they do where it's like orange V8. And I drink it with the wife. And I remember talking to her and saying, there's a lot of guava on the first sip. Like, oh, it was a lot of guava and this going on. And it's not very hoppy. And that's fine. That's what I'm going for. It's more like a sour than it is an IPA, frankly. And I got the exact same thing that Jeff, the rookie, first time drinking craft beer, is talking about. <laughs> that, that resiny thing on the back of the palate. We were like, and I've read about this recently, that all these brewers now that are trying to do, we put 91 pounds of hops dry hopping, are trying to avoid the resiny piney. But at some point, you can't. You can only... Squeeze hop so much, you get some of that stuff whether you want to or not. And the more hops you add, trying to get, you know, mimosa enema, you also get some of that and you can't really avoid that. And so this is kind of that case. And it's funny, I bought this when I was up there at the brewery and trying their beer. I didn't try this. They didn't have it on tap. They had it in four packs, which I guess now sounds wise. Um, <laughs> but, but looking around and being like, alert, oh, oh. Alert. And I'll give the brewer's credit. I was chatting oh, the brewer's. I was chat with one of the owners and he said, Buy that one, buy that one, buy that one. And it was just a regular IPA. And I was like, no, that one. I'm going to buy that one. So you know what? That work out for you. Listen to it and people talk to you. <laughs> so that's that's a no buy? Uh, uh, it's, uh, well, I did buy it, but I, I, mean, mo- it just, but I moved on from those days. <laughs> it just smells like pineapple juice, which is fine. Who doesn't if like you, pineapple juice? I love pineapple juice, but this is like somehow more. With smell- habanero on the finish. <laughs> Josh, what do you think about this? So I think Wells and I are on the same page when it comes to this particular style of beer. I am not into that style of beer in any way, shape, or form. Give me a hazy IPA all day long. I don't want a milkshake IPA. They're typically done pretty bad. It brings none of these boys to the yard. No, it doesn't. Why does it sound like you're pissing? Good Lord, just dump the damn thing. He is. He's drinking it and slowly pissing. (laughs) It's just... I, this doesn't deserve have well, my well, liver or my kidneys. And, and I remember very distinctly when Super Hoosier was here and he brought some milkshake IPAs. And I looked, him, okay. I looked him dead in the eye and said, I get why you like this, but I don't like this. This is no bueno. And yeah, that's just, just beer. Yeah, got me one. Yeah, whatever. It's just that style. It's not, not my not Well, it's a good Harris Teeter and you can't. <laughs> so no bite. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up. Um, I guess not a, technically a new beer, but one that hasn't made its way down here in a while. First time in package. First time in package, yes. Uh, Bell's double two-hearted. Everything you liked about two-hearted doubled. Turned to 11. Uh, nice 11%. Uh, man, it, it brought me brought me back to my old uh, Maharaja days. Um, <laughs> man, I, I, I freaking I, I love this beer. It's great. It's... I just the hops are nice. It's it's what I expected out of a double IPA. End of story. Big buy. Okay. Wells. Wells? This look, if you love Two Hearted, as you freaking should. You should. You're gonna love this. It's just regular Two Hearted turned up. Now, it's also funny to see a whole bunch of Hayes bros kind of lose their mind about, oh, this is too hoppy. Oh like, honey. Dude, <laughs> my dudes. Like this, this is how beer used to all taste, or at least the great ones. So, how look, can this you say that Bell's Too Hearted is too hoppy when hazy well, brewers are literally over hopping their beers to the point that other brewers are looking at them saying, "You are not getting any return on those last three hundred pounds of hops you're putting in there." I don't know. Whatever, not my problem. Fair enough, Ryan. Where are you? Uh, not only do I like it. There, there has not been 
There has not been a beer marketed as a New England IPA in this country at any time that is better than this. Period. Point blank. And yes, that includes the Sunshine and Hey Topper, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Nor has there been one of those that's better than Fresh Too Hearted. Um, Too Hearted is the gold standard. Uh, that's not just old man talk. That is still the case. I still drink it enough that it's phenomenal. Has that has not changed? It's still amazing on draft. It, you, you want another one? It's yep. not. It's not just uh, you know the um, uh, an IPA with Alka-Seltzer added to, to yep. haze it up a little bit and fog it up. Done it, and you can get it just about everywhere. I drink six of these <laughs> and die. Now I'd, I'd be asleep on the couch with Josh's cat again. Yeah. But 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 I would happily do that. We would expect this. And uh, and it, it, it's phenomenal. There, there's for all this talk about IPAs are moving in this direction. That's fine. Call it something else. But for IPAs, what we all know IPAs are and always were. This is fantastic. The Maharaja comparison is great. The old um. Ah, it's killing me. I forgot. I, I, I blanked on it. I was thinking about like old, like 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 Hercules and Titan, Hercules, Great Divide, yeah. oh, and oh yeah, you know, some of those, and like you know, you know, two thousand and twelve, hanging stone, out at the saucer, the stone and just some sense. killer, killer stuff. Oh yeah, ruination. Was it, was it like thirteenth anniversary? Right. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. you know, on tap and, and just and just hanging out at Brawley's and just loving life because this stuff had come out and you're taking it home and that and that's what it is. Um, I, I hope this beer is giving people. Nationwide and education. Buy it. I'd love to see this style come back. Oh, God, yes. Joshua. Well, so, you know. Just drop a (laughs) shot of gin in your bell's too hearted. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Sorry. Go ahead, Josh. (laughs) A gin in too hearted? I, of course, like everybody else, like, lost my mind when I found out this was happening. And then for, like, I don't know, a week, it seemed like it kind of was around town, but you couldn't find it anywhere. And now it's fucking everywhere. Yep. Speaking of Oh, I'm not. Like, like for the first time, and, and I think you and I are on the same page. Yeah, but Jeff can't find one. Wells had to bring him one. For the first time, well, and that's and that's how it all started because Wells like, hey, I, I found some. We we're like, oh my gosh, I haven't been able to find. For the first time, and I think years, literally years, I had FOMO. Yep. Yep. And I was seriously worried that I was going to miss this. Yep. And then Harris Cedar got like pallets. Of Much it. like Barrel Eggs Expedition, hearing about that for a long time, going, uh, 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 where's where, where, where is it? I want that. But it should say something to the quality of both Two-Hearted and the potential of Double Two-Hearted that FOMO became a thing for the first time in forever. Yep. And I was right there with you and freaking out. To and the then, point where like, we've been conditioned to, to, to reject FOMO yeah. and mock those who have it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. then this comes out and it's so no bad. No FOMO, bro. It's so bad. I still have like two or three bottles at the house. Ryan reaches for one of these and I slapped him on the hand. I'm like, get your hands off my... Well, you're beard. just a miser in fairness. There's, There's also, right. <laughs> There's also this. Yes. 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 yes no. Very true. So w- Wells picks this up and I'm like, oh, thank God. I can at least have one. And then I go to Common Market and it's easy. And then Jeff sends me this picture of a pallet full of them. And I'm like... Okay, so it's not as bad Jeff's, as I that was, that Jeff's was swimming in a hot tub of it. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. not as bad as I thought it would be, but I'm still very excited to have Dude. another one of these sitting in the geezer to drink again. Like this is damn good, and it, it goes back to I think we've all said it: the quality of bells and how well Two Hearted is made for us to get this excited about a doubled version of the same beer. So let me ask a question here of of you guys that are in the markets a lot more than I am. Now, once this goes away, what is there in the market even close to this? Not 
not trying to live up to be too hard. Hole but in your soul. Hole in your soul. Dude. 10 to 11% double IPA that is actually good. Does anybody make those? Most double IPAs now, breweries don't understand how to make it anymore. And, and, and a lot of them didn't back then. Well, it's an right? They were, just, they were just sort of bombs, malt bombs, and you know, pallet, literally pallet records, right? That were, that were just dreadful. Um, it's, it's still an art. Adding, saying more malt, more hops, more malt, more hops, more malt, more hops, more malt, more hops is, is, is not an art. Bells has got it down. Just accept that when Bells does some things, sure, it's going to be really good. I, I, I cannot think of anything. I, I mean, like, Wells? Because it's like. You're more familiar with the shells than I, I mean, am. I mean, like, you know, a Shelby. double. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of times, you know, people are like, oh, we have this double IPA. And I'm like, and it's 8.3%. And I don't want to sound like I'm just trying to get ripped every time I open a beer. But I miss the days. <gasps> but that the, don't fuck Jeff up. That's right. That's right. I need to get turned. I'm look. I like. I miss those days of going and grabbing the wise guy. Why is he not looking in your eyes? Going. Oh no! This is old Jeff. Here we go again. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm those, going to my sister's house. I want those stone bombers <laughs> that are ten percent and drink like like a like a pale ale. No, and don't. oh, dude, I miss those. Uh, I'm not, but, sure, but, I'm not sure stones the utopia like, we're looking for here. No, but I mean like. But I was gonna say, Jeff, to, to answer your question, there really isn't a whole lot of stuff that's out there that is like this. So once you, this goes away, I am scrounging every bottle I can lay my fingers on, yeah. including yours, apparently. No doubt. I guess. Want, want, want. Stab you in the eye. Yes. Yeah. All right. Next beer up. Uh, where are we? Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. So a it's collab. A, it's a collab. A collab between Nola. Uh, New Orleans Brewing Company. And against the Grain Brewery, you might know them from their Brown Note beer, one of the most unappealing labels of all time. What do you mean, one of the? I mean, like, Ooh. don't get me wrong. Like, I'm I'm so over the, like, dirty blonde beer labels that I don't even, like, I don't even register them anymore. But every time I see Brown Note, I'm like, and I'm not buying any of your beer ever. But this is called, oh, no, we shuck again, a bourbon barrel-aged oyster stout. Um, I don't, so I don't play in the oyster stout waters that much. Do they barrel age a lot of those? No. Okay. I, I had not seen that at all, which is why I purchased it. And, and like, you know, it's, it's got that like typical, what I expect from an oyster stout. It's a little salty. It's got, you know, nice roasty notes. Not getting a ton of barrel. And I don't know if that's because of everything else we had or if there just isn't a ton of barrel here. But um, it's okay. I just I'm never I'm never in the market for an oyster stout, so I'm gonna go buy on it. It's a fine beer, but I just, just no thanks. Wells, I think having that uh, barrel might have added a little bit more depth to this, um, but it does have like that great roastiness and uh, mineral finish that I really expect from an oyster stout. So it's good to see that barrel aging did not do away with that. I think this is a really solid beer. So. I'm a buy. Ryan. Yeah, I'm forever in the market for an oyster stout, um, especially a great one that gives me that big chocolatey roast and that really briny, uh, like minerally finish, as, uh, as, as John noted as well. Um, I, I, agree, I agree with oh, you. Oh, Wells. Wells. Nobody calls him John. I agree with you on the barrel, but I kind of took that as a, I'm quite okay with that because I didn't want just a big oak and vanilla and char, you know, bomb to come through. Oyster stouts are defined by their subtleties to some degree, right? And so I like the fact that it gave it some depth. And then at the end, you get that little bit of just that, 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 that brininess on the end. Um, I brought this, I know I'm cheating a little bit here. I brought it because I already had it and I loved it. 
um, as opposed to the other. Uh, I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so sorry, gentlemen. Hey, look, man, it happens. And I'll, that's, I'll see you at Show 400. <laughs> I'll be invited back to, until then. That's right. Um, or at least until Josh was out of the country. Yeah, but, 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 but well, I'll, then I'll show up the bell. Yeah, well, well, then Mark will just have Then I'll bring up. my good stuff I've been sitting on. Yeah. Mark will yeah. just bring a bunch of uh, shitty. Uh, no, I, I, I'm, I'm very much a buy. I really enjoyed this, and I continue to. Jeff, can you give me another pour of that one? Uh, yeah, I wasn't gonna because I know how much you normally dislike the oyster stouts. I know that's kind of what I want to talk about. Josh doesn't eat fish. He says he wants to talk about it, then he just goes quiet for a while because yeah. you know apparently he's, he's chugging, he's shotgunning. So I don't know what it is about the barrel that makes this actually make me like an oyster stout because I normally hate them with a fiery passion. It's not yeah. it's not brine dominant. It's a right. little, it's a little it's, it's, like, it's like dry hopping. It's a little kiss at the end it just gives you a little yeah, brine. Yeah, I mean it's it. it's marginally there at best. And I don't know if the barrel is the reason for it not being so briny, but this is something I absolutely would buy when I saw our text chain and I saw he was bringing an oyster stout. I wanted to lock the oh, door no. and shut the blinds and be like we're not home. Dave's not here, man. You'll notice that I specifically stopped talking to you the second he said oyster stout. Yeah. Because I knew what you were going to say. They were all out of terrapin options at the store, so I had to bring this. (laughs) I had to come up with something. But, man, I I am pleasantly surprised with how much I actually enjoy this because I expected to shit all over it. So I I would buy this again, believe it or not. Next beer up. Uh, Next beer up. So um, I'll set up the story, and I'll let Ryan and Wells maybe talk to a little bit if they want to. But um, we had a, a local restaurant that uh, closed down because uh, death of the owner. And he had a pretty substantial cellar that he had accumulated. Did you seriously just put your yes. finger in there? I was like, it's water, dude. It's always water. No, no, <laughs> like testing to see how deep it is. I'm just glad he didn't, like put his wang in there. He's like, nope. Yeah, that's not the line. I'll put my Speaking hand up on stubby. my hip and then yes. it's about that deep. But uh, yeah, unfortunate passing of the owner. Uh, he, and he had a pretty extensive seller and I know Ryan was involved with some of the folks that went through and were kind of going through and, and selling you know the um, the remaining bottles and whatnot and so I wasn't able to make the event and between him and Wells they put together kind of a, a care package I said here's some here's some dollars go go buy some things and uh, this was one of the uh, the the beauties that came out of it a uh, 2011 event horizon from old Hickory um, batch two Wow, yep. really? 2010 was the first year. Dang. Um, this is stellar. It is fantastic. It's it's just so good. It's so subtle and nuanced, and uh, the honey's still there, and but it's not overpowering. Uh, man, I just I really, really enjoyed this. I'm kind of upset at myself for bringing it and sharing it with you knuckleheads, but at the same time, I mean, what better place to do it then show 300. That's how I feel every night. I still have a complete vertical if you want me to. God, we would never get through that. <laughs> I like. You'd finish the vertical. You wouldn't finish the evening. Yeah. Where's that, where's that cat? Yeah. We'll do that. That'll be Josh's next birthday. <laughs> they died, actually, shortly after you came over last time. I brought, I brought my own spade. I'll dig it up. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> the, the links Ryan will go to for a little pussy. <laughs> Well, he walked right into that. Like, to one. be clear, I just passed that at Josh's house, and his mm. cat came up and, and uh, hung out, and uh, it was in like company, just hanging out. Mm-hmm. That, why did that make it any better at all? All right, never mind. <laughs> sure didn't. <laughs> well, well, go home. Look, I'm standing here in my old hickory shirt. You're just a guy standing there in your old hickory shirt. 
I mean, this Homer, sure, but this is a this is a fine beverage for eight years of age or pushing eight years of age. Like I guess it'll be eight in December. Um, this is beautiful. Oh, so. Kudos to Old Hickory for making something that'll stick around like this. And, and just for my own personal edification, um, mm-hmm. these weren't stored cold, were they? Probably not. Because they were down in the basement of the, yeah. of the place. So, I mean, I'm sure there's some temperature control there, but it's not like, you know, they're at a 45 degree, yeah. you know, over the course of time. Yep. Nice. Ryan, what do you think? Um, I, I have such good things to say about this brewery and, and about their barrel master in particular, the barrel whisperer, right? I'm, I'm not the only one by any stretch in the state who calls him that. And for, for damn good reason. Uh, and, and, and to that end, I'm not going to hold an eight year old beer against him in any way, because that's not on the, the brew or the ingredients or anything really could be quality storage could be anything. I, I didn't like this at all. I just got burnt tobacco and, and, and anise and, um, you know, what do you want from your stouts, right? If, if, if A lot of folks want big, dry, classic, a lot of char, a lot of that, again, that leather tobacco. Um, I didn't, and for whatever reason, just did not sit right. But again, I, I God forbid this ever be uh, construed as somehow a knock against the brewer that, hey, man, you brew me a beer and eight years later, I didn't care for it. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And by the way, it's not like, oh, it was garbage. It was like, oh, it's, you know, it went in a direction that is not my personal stout direction. So given that, we do not, you know, um, sort of objectively rank. We just ask, would you buy it or not? I, I would not. Josh. So I am the one that, out of all of us, does not like Event Horizon base beer. Very, very typically, you have an issue with the honey. Yes. I don't like honey in my beer. Just... I've always been that way. Wells always makes faces at Except me. Except honey pie. You do like honey pie. Well, I love honey pie. I, I love it in IPAs. I don't like it in stouts. I don't feel like it belongs to stouts, if you ask my honest opinion. Uh, I will Hop tell slam? You, it, goes, it goes great no, in uh, barrel-aged barley wines. I, I, I could potentially see that. What? Yeah. I, I don't know if maybe it's the age of this, that the honey is not there and is not overwhelming to me, and I would drink the whole fucking bomber by myself if I well, could. Well, guess what, friend? <laughs> We had some big beers tonight, so, yeah. uh, you know. You might be. Because <laughs> there's some left for you. That That is drinking like a fucking dream right now. I don't, like I said, I, do, I don't know what it is. I don't know if the honey is faded enough to me to where it's not overpowering. So, basically, it takes you eight years to enjoy a beer. Cool. Yeah. You know. I mean, it, don't get me wrong. Like, how many of the, the variants that have I actually liked? Because I feel like the honey gets kind of taken out of the equation a little yeah, bit. Yeah, those are the ones you like the most. Yeah. Hundred percent. It's that base beer that I've just never been into. So yeah. Jeff Ross, big bye. Next beer up. Next beer up. Um, for a very special three uh, hundredth episode, I've got Revolution Brewing's very special old jacket. Um, we haven't had regular straight jacket on the show, which is their barrel aged barley wine that Revolution does. Mm-hmm. Uh, very special old jacket is uh, it, it's they just age it for an extra year. They do a blend of a couple different barrels. Um, and, and so they canned this in 2018. Um, you know, I, I am uh, as much as you can be a homer when it's not even in my. You state. are a revolution. I, I do. I mean, I love revolution. There's just yeah, yeah Re- revolution. Just I mean, I'm not gonna say they're perfect. They they make stuff I don't care for, but 
Um, generally, I enjoy most of their stuff. I love their barrel aged stuff. Um, their barrel aged barley wine is great. Um, th- this this one's real good. Uh, I really like it. Um, I'll go so far as to say, if you've got a problem with straight jacket, you got a problem with me, and I suggest you let that marinate. I'm a big buy. Wells? Yeah. I mean, it was solid. How, how long did this spend in bourbon barrels again? Two years? Two years. God damn, this was... So, you got some minor oxidization present, but it's kind of to be expected and, uh, and welcomed for a beer that's spent this amount of time in barrels. This was great. Um, I just wish that... Uh, there was a little bit more left for me to try. Yeah, well, that's me and Ryan. Sorry, not yep. sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Not yeah, if sorry. you rank the top 100 barley wines in the world, the top 93 are English. Uh, American as, barley as wines are... freaking should be. Kind of garbage. Just big boozy monsters. I can't there, think of... There is no kind of about it. They I can't are think of, garbage. Honestly, I like American any American barley, barley wines, wines after a few years. that I'm really into, like, oh, they kill it every time. And yet, the Thomas Hardy's of the world, and, and frankly, this guy... Um, just gorgeous. Layers and layers of flavor. I wish my, I, I had my own can. I would grab one from this Jeff, but he slaps my hands away when I grab it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, you, you've proven to be too touchy, and that's a thing. Um, you know, it, it's like I was saying, you know, <clears throat> Super Hoosiers in town this weekend. Yesterday, we sat and watched football. Super who? Super Hoosiers. Super heroes. <laughs> Jason, super heroes. You met Jason, yeah. Um, Mount up. You know, and, and we spent the better part of the afternoon going through three cans of beer. Why your football team is actually winning too, my That's you. right. And like there are parts of that game that I remember. You know, but I mean the the strawberry jacket, I wasn't a big huge fan of it, but it was okay. The I, honey, yeah, I could get the that. honey version, fantastic. And then that rye rye way to heaven. And like you're right. I mean just to be able to sit and just even like a half a can of this, just to be able to enjoy it and I, pick it apart. It's so I know great. it's hack, but the snifter of that and it's winter. Oh, and, and just you know, it's ten a.m. Mm. <laughs> just <laughs> the UK games on. You're watching. Meanwhile, on. meanwhile, Knucklehead's got a keg of that at his house. Not the very special, but just a regular oh, okay. straight jacket. Okay. Right, damn. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. And just, it was. <laughs> it was not cheap. But yeah, I mean, a barrel-aged barley wine. I mean, I think is quickly becoming my new favorite. I would read a hardcover book while drinking that. Classy. How? <laughs> I get like halfway through and I'm just like, words don't make sense. Ooh, pretty pictures on the wall. <laughs> you read, you read David, David Foster Wallace? Uh, I know. Josh, where are you with this? Tweet us if you got that reference. Read Fans. Reading is fundamental. If you want more self in your podcast, tweet us. <laughs> it won't happen. Don't worry about <laughs> it. What are your bane talk? Come on through. <laughs> uh, of, of course, this is damn good. I mean, it's an English barley wine. And like Ryan just said, uh, most of the good barley wines are English barley wines. American ones are just big and boozy and hoppy, and like, they need a couple of years to mellow out. Yeah. And English ones. The just, funny thing is, like, so the American barley wine has so much hops in it, but then like you really want it to die off before it gets good. Yeah. Awesome. Good job, guys. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't get it. Like, we put this thing in there that you don't actually want to drink. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, like, give me. I'll drink a fresh English barley wine because I know it's already going to be good. Yeah. And of course, it's just going to get better with age. And this is damn delicious. Damn good. Final beer up. Final beer up. Special shout out to Josh on this one. Cracked open the uh, 2013, like when we got started. Mm-hmm. I actually specifically bought this the year we started the show with the idea in mind that one of three things would happen. 
And this happens to be the third thing that we made it to episode 300. But one of the three things happened for me to actually warrant busting this <laughs> what, what out. What were the other two? Just chugs it and kills us all was number two. <laughs> yes. Well, one of them was job-related. The other was family-related. Oh, okay. And neither so, of those. So clearly, none of those worked out. <laughs> neither of those things happened. This happened instead. So I thought, yeah, why not? It was a family related, uh, job related. Uh, we made it to show three hundred. Uh, Chuck sent more than two good beers. You know, yeah, we got to go with one of them, fuck right? It. One of them finally happened, and we're there. And I, I will tell you that I remember buying this because actually, both Chris and I bought this. We bought this online back when you could kind of half legally oh, yeah. do that. Oh yeah. And it was like 100 bucks for a six-pack of it and drank a couple fresh, aged a couple, and then this one specifically, like I said, I have been saving for this moment. Yeah, 2013 Worldwide Stout. Man, this thing holds up like a boss. It's just so like damn good. Oh, chicken strips. It's just so damn good. Um, I do enjoy chicken strips. <sighs> with ranch. It is really, really good. Um, I, there's, I, I, have nothing, I have nothing negative to say about this beer. I just really enjoy it. I always like it. I always love it. That's good. Big bye. Wells. It's a little too strong for my taste. 18%? Um, what are you saying? No, screw This beer has held up incredibly well. Um, it is a little uh, bright from that increased alcohol. Um, <laughs> 18%. Yeah, a little bit, but, but it's nice. Uh, I really enjoy this. Ryan. Six years later, it's almost drinkable. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we're getting there. Let's go for 10. Let's go for 10. <laughs> uh, there are certain things I feel like I've aged out of, like I'm, I, flat-brimmed hats. <laughs> I, I can't pull it off. Yeah, You old. never could. Um, or what about wearing hats backwards in general? You yeah, feel like, yep, yeah, it's yep. tough. It's tough. Yep. Got, a, got, a yeah. lo- got a got a high hairline. Yeah. It's not good. Not a good look for you. I think I've aged out of Worldwide Stout. Really? Ooh. I think the idea that Dogfish made this beer was like, brah, 21%. Or he has 18 now. Yeah. Has lost its luster to some degree. I, I discovered bourbon. How much, uh, seriously, though, how much of that is a factor of you being in the beer industry for as long as you've had? Because I think sometimes I get kind of jaded when it comes to looking at all this stuff. I like the stuff I like, all this new crap I shake my fist at, tell me off my lawn. To answer your question, I didn't particularly like this. Um, I found it sharp and without sort of a certain nuance to balance out and go, well, of course it's sharp. It's a big monster of a beverage, but the depth of character is there that it makes total sense. You would sit and enjoy this, um, like the previous beer. Um, I, I, I just didn't get much from it, except for big-ass stout. And, and big-ass stout. <laughs> just, so it, we, it, just didn't jump, jump out at me. And I, I, like I said, I, I used to live in D.C., Worldwide Stout was on the shelves back when it was nine bucks a bottle. The, yeah. For the relatively low price of nine bucks a bottle, I bought a lot. I cellared some. I drank some fresh. I've had it on draft. I've done this, this, this. If I bought my last bottle of that, it would not surprise you one bit at all. All right. So right. A, a question for you, since you have had easy access to this beer. Do you think that's why they went the oak barrel age version of this lo- uh, the last couple of years? Yes. And actually, I really enjoyed that beer. Okay. That's real good. Well, it it the, just needed the a vanilla, little The vanilla depth. oaked. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't. Te- yes. I don't think that was a barreled necessarily, or just aged in. I've got one in there. You can. I think they're just trying it. to bring the sort of body up a little bit, and, okay. and, and and the overall depth of character up a little bit. I think they, I think they succeeded. I mean, if you think about it. You know, uh, twenty years ago in beer, you know, worldwide stout was like a, a dare. You know, like oh man, 
I got this beer and it's like motor oil and it's, you know, it's so boozy and it's crazy kind of thing. You know, 120, same thing, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you like IPAs? You like Sierra Nevada Celebration? Look at this shit. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And it was... It's all the hops in the world. It's almost like, you know, doesn't it feel like Dogfish Head has evolved the, the same way? Where it used to be like, so crazy! And now it's like, now we're making a light 5% uh, IPA and, and, and not... And, and not not much the it's, Sequench is our number one seller and like... It's Doesn't it feel weird, like Dogfish Head's evolution with the, with the entire market as a whole? It's such a weird thing right now to see everybody trying to latch on to the light beer when nobody was really advertising caloric cost to begin with. But right. no one's saying light beer. It's like Dogfish Head went to the direction of let's understand how flavors work, not just it's interesting because we tried it well, no, and that, that's that, enough. That was definitely their thing for a long time. Remember, remember, remember all the um, all the 750s? Uh, God, the, the, the million versions of this was an ancient Egyptian recipe. Yes. This has... Yes, we, we all chewed corn and then spit it into the fermenter. All, you, know, you know, all all those beers. The, ro- the rogue model, right? Remember yeah. all those beers that exist? And, and, and of course, back then it'd be like $12 a bottle. You're like, oh, my, my, my heart. I can't pay that. You know, it, yes. it, it seems so strange back then, but... The evolution of Dogfish Head, I, I'm just, I'm wondering, in this day and age, who is Worldwide Stout for, right? The ultra, ultra stout geeks have had it. No big deal. No big deal. The, 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 the average customer might look at it and be like, I don't, I don't, I, that's not what I drink. I don't drink $9 for a 12-ounce beer that's 18% and just tastes sharp. Huh? You know, I'm just not sure what, what would, home that beer has anymore. I, I mean, I would pick these up occasionally. If I see them and, it, you know, I, I, I usually keep a handful at the house and when I've gone through them, I'll pick some more up. I don't, every now and then it's just nice to have that one beer that gets me through the entire afternoon and I take it. I don't do a lot of hard liquor, so this is about as close as I want to get. Well, you're halfway there, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, Literally that's a, halfway. That, that's a bottle of wine. Sure. Just in smaller form. Sure. And I, and I don't like wine. So, again, yeah. this works for me. Yeah. Potato, potato. Josh, your thoughts? I mean, it, it's the number one. The time that it's spent inside of that temperature-controlled co- keezer tells me, beyond a shadow of a doubt, fucking temperature control your goddamn cellared beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know... Well, I know it's that. still but, temperature controlled and held at the same temperature. It didn't experience seasonal fluctuation. Okay, yes. So there's yeah, no, it's, it also it's, didn't spend a lot of time in light. It was in a... Yeah. A, a dark It didn't sit on someone's so. dashboard in July. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and how many people's cellar beers in weird places, like the fact that that has lived inside of that thing for six years and outside of one tiny freezing issue that we had, it's probably been pulled out once, maybe twice. Yeah. And I know you don't like to pull it out. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, and it's, it's set and just, it's aged beautifully. It's starting to oxidize just a tiny touch. For six years old. It's not for bad. six years old, it's not bad. Like, I fully expected this to be an oxygen bomb, to be honest with you, even though Jeff waxed it for me and everything. And, and Yeah, I did. And what else is Are Jeff we still talking beer? Yes, yes, we are. Yes. In, in, Come on, th- Ryan. You know I've waxed it for you several times. In, in theory. parties, I recall. That's right. I, I, think yes. I, le- I think I let it live in its best life that it possibly could for yes. being what it is. Now, I, so. I will agree with Ryan to a certain extent that this as its base beer I don't think has a place anymore. I really don't. I feel like that's why they probably jumped to the vanilla oak stuff to add a little bit more to this because this doesn't have anything going for it but a booze bomb. Plain and simple. It's still a delicious booze bomb, but 
at its base, what else is there? I don't know. It's, it's it's weird to say that because I'm the biggest worldwide stout homer too, but sitting here drinking this going, what else is there? It's just, it's booze. That's it. I don't know. Now I'm really happy that I've got some oak-aged ones in there too. Vanilla-aged ones in there too. Drink them soon. Yeah. yeah I'll probably drink them this weekend. they were great weekend. fresh. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, still, I cannot argue with holding this back for as long as I did and yeah. the conditions that I did. I'll say this. Oh, if you buy Worldwide Stout, buy two, drink one now, drink one later. Do yep. not buy one, put it away, because yeah. how the fuck do you know? Yeah, right? yeah exactly. And no. I mean, really, for all of the times that we've grabbed stuff that has been sitting in the cellar for years, this this held up well. Uh, yeah. That Event Horizon held up well. Uh, I was going to say, there, there have not, been not, some cellar stuff that we've done that yeah. has been garbage. Well, there's, there's two Black Buttes in there that I'm scared to death of what they're actually going to turn out like. Oh, yeah. I forgot so about that. So you're saying, whoa, Black Beauty. Bam, lam. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. But, I mean, absolutely, I'm still going to buy this beer, but obviously I can't time travel back to... 2013 but to buy it, this you know, beer. Worldwide and that's why you disappoint me every time. <laughs> worldwide Stout's on the shelf. You're picking one up. Oh, yeah. Every time. No so, questions asked. Yeah. I mean, anytime you go back to Indiana, I know I'm going to get a message. Oh, hey, they've got Worldwide Stout. It's or, 10 bucks a bottle. I'll yeah. be in D.C. in two months. I'll get you a case if you want. <laughs> sure, please. Yeah. But, I mean, I it's one of those things where I will constantly buy it. And like Ryan yeah. said, if you're, if you're going to get one, get two or three. There are days, and, and especially with football season upon us, there are days where I will sit down and I'm just in the mood to crush a bunch of beers. Yeah. And I will go through a bunch of beers. And then there are days where I just want to open a worldwide stout and take my time and not consume a lot of volume, but just enjoy it. Yeah. And it's just, it's a totally different mindset. Yeah. I don't disagree. We're arguing about the quality of this beer versus another one. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah. All right, Ryan, it's time for I tap that. You already kind of spoiled it, but how does it work? Can I spoil it some more? Yes, please. I, well, I, not really. This is the time. I ruin all things. Um, this is true. I had tapped that. Speaking we, of ruination. We had some beers. We loved some. We didn't love some quite so much. Some of us loved some. Others didn't love them at all. Jeff talked about grabbing things in the cellar, which feels like talking about his wife sitting in the basement. Uh, we're not yeah. sure how to describe these things. Yeah, but I'm not trying to sell my house online with a sex dungeon in the basement. Ultimately, like, whole thing. seven beers sit in front of us. One of them is going on tap at your house. Yeah. Choose one and defend it. Jeff Kissel. Um, so I would, uh, I, you know, to me, the, the, the big standouts are the Double Two Hearted, the Goose, and the VSOJ. Um, I, would, I would love to have all three. I would love to have any two of the three. You're pinning me down, and uh, I'll go back to the, the old jacket. I, I have a soft spot for Barrel Eggs Barley Wine right now. Winter is coming. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, and if you don't agree with me, then, you know, we're going to have a problem. You can marinate on that, too. Is that your is that your, your line now? It is. It is kind of. It's, it's, just, it's, it's a thing, you know, because Jason, he's, he's, he'll get Are there it. t-shirts? Are there pins I can purchase? Is there a merch store on the site? Working on it. Right. Yeah, there we All go. Right. There we go. We, we got All some right. fun. Uh, yeah, jo- besides the new. And if you don't agree with me, we're going to have a problem. You can marinate on that. Josh is working on I'm some a Wells things. guy. We've got some. Uh, we, we, we definitely have some, some new music that you picked up on. Um, I thought we were getting a new logo, but Josh uh, stonewalled me on that. So yeah, maybe later. It didn't make sense to buy it right now. No, it didn't. Not for the price. You know, there's a lot of things we'd like to do, but we don't always do because, you know, money's a thing. And, you know, we do all this out of our own pockets. Um, all this beer tonight is all stuff that we bought and sat on and or bought fresh and it's garbage, right? And, um, you know, 
you can support us by sending us beer. You can support us by telling a friend. You can support us by sending us money on our Patreon. Um, we appreciate it. You know, like it's been three. Unless the friend's going to send us money that does not support us. Do, do the Patreon thing. <laughs> you know, 300, you know, again, like like it's it's crazy to think. Like I know I probably missed less than five. Josh has missed less than five. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ryan's missed less than five hundred. Wait, five or ten? I mean, it's just it is it is crazy to think of all the things that we've done and the places we've been, the spots we've recorded, and the beers we've made, the fights you've been through, the fights like you don't know, man. We we've been through some fights. We have, and the Scott show, like oh god, that, I forgot about that. That was a ton of fun. Yeah, it was. You know, just. Some of the crazy things that we did. And, uh, Can we get Sprint back for 301? I'll bring her. I'll drive her. Inappropriate. <laughs> Just a lot of lot, lot of fun memories. You know, I, like I look at it and, and sometimes people give me crap. They're like, oh, you're you a podcast? That's kind of nerdy. And I'm like, eh. I hang out with guys that I enjoy hanging out with every other week. And we get to drink beer and talk about it. I'm like, how was that bad? It's a good thing. Yeah. People always like, ask me, you do a podcast? That's nerdy. I'm like, nah, girl. I'd really go on there. It's cool. It's, it's cool. It's yeah. cool. Keep trying Walls. to convince Eliza yeah. one of these days. Where you at, dude? What are you tapping? Double two hearted. It's an all centennial, eleven percent IPA, very smooth. Really enjoyed it. Wood buy. Wood tap. Ryan. If freshness were evergreen. Well let me rephrase. The answer is double two hearted. And it's not particularly close. Um and if I could get that if I could buy a hundred bottles of that and know they would just hold in this moment, I would drink it all winter long and just be 31 again, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And just drinking that and be just in heaven. Uh, double too hard all day. And I will seek out and find more. Perhaps starting at the Harris Street of when I leave here today. Yeah, perhaps. They probably have some a pallet full of them. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, it's there, but it comes come visit Josh near the Harris <laughs> This is a, a tough, tough, tough poll for me because VSOJ was delicious, but. I've got to go double two hearted. The move is to buy the keg of VSOJ and sell it to the local bros for fifteen bucks a ten ounce pour. Then buy all the double two hearted you can get your hands on. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Like I'm yeah. not even mad. That's got trade value, bro. Yeah, for real. All right, Jeff, you've basically mentioned everything other than our Twitter. Yeah, uh, you want to talk to us on Twitter? Go at CBcast on the Twitters. Uh, Joshua, respond. We're working on a thing. We are. We'll talk. Maybe we're. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk. We'll see. If, we'll see if it flies. We'll see. Wells. Anything. Another thing, maybe coming soon. Wells, where can they find you? At all the Wells. Ryan, don't find me. And I'm no. at Josh CBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. And uh, yeah, that's it. We're out. See you. 300 episodes. <laughs>